This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's Monday, May 18th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined today by Hank South, recruiting reporter for Bama Online, covering Alabama football for 24-7 sports. Hank, what's going on? Not a lot. Just enjoying this this fine day, this fine Sunday. Yeah, so I'm excited to have you on. You have not made your debut yet on the College Football Daily, and we had talked a few days ago about having you on to try to guesstimate where Talia Tungavailoa might be going because you know this family as well as anybody. You've covered Tua, you've covered Talia, you've spoken to the parents, Nalu and Diane, plenty of times. And then, of course, that prompt was sort of ruined by Talia committing to the Maryland Terrapins on Friday. But there isn't much else going on in the college football world. And based on Google Analytics and Twitter, people still really do care about Talia Tungavailoa, most likely because he is Tua's younger brother. And I think we can get some interesting backstory out of you as to maybe why Talia chose Maryland or why he chose Alabama the first time. So I'm going to take you back to when Tua was a recruit and a member of the 2017 class. Hank, if you would just, let's revisit that recruitment a little bit. I know the West Coast schools were really involved, but I think the key was, and Tua told this to the Dan Patrick show, when asked, why did you go to Alabama? He said, you kind of have to ask my dad. This is a family that's very close knit with a very dominant father figure. Yeah, and I mean, we, we could spend a whole podcast talking about Tua's recruitment and how that kind of all unfolded with Alabama, you know, the Jake Fromm saga with him flipping to Georgia and Bama coming in with the offer to Tua in March of 2016. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that was kind of a, a wild little, little two months there. They offered in early March, you know, it was kind of, I mean, Alabama had recruited Blake Barnett. They, they've been to the West Coast. They've been, you know, they hadn't been to Hawaii yet, uh, yeah. but, you know, it, it wasn't like, so out of the realm of possibility to get a guy from the West coast, but um, they got him on campus in April, I want to say, and really just took hold of all the momentum. You know, it was a good fit. They needed a quarterback in the class. Um, you know, I think the family, you know, it's a bit there. Everyone knows the Tongvaloas are very faith-based. You know, I think they, they fit well. They, they, you know, they felt like they fit well with the community in Tuscaloosa and just the state of Alabama, the culture as a whole. Um, and, and it was just a good fit. You know, Tosh Lepoy, the, the former Alabama assistant that was the ace recruiter on the staff, he, he was leading the charge there, Lane Kiffin, they were close with. So it just made sense. And, you know, they didn't wait much longer um, committing in May. Um, and, and at that point, you know, Tua had committed, but we, we really still hadn't even heard about Talia yet. Um, you know, Tua was about to enter his senior year. Talia, I guess, uh, about to enter his sophomore year, I want to say. Um, they played at different high schools, so there really wasn't much to talk about with Talia yet until later in the summer. So when Tua commits to Alabama and Tua gets on campus and Talia pops up as a recruit, at that point, the family had moved to Alabama, correct? Uh, they moved to Alabama in the spring of 2017. 
Okay. So after Tua enrolled, they came to Alabama, and that's when um, – I don't know how to say Talia's high school he played at in Hawaii. I think it's Capole. <laughs> um, but he played there his sophomore year and had – I mean, had really good stats. I mean, he had better stats than Tua did um, that year. Um, I, I think he passed for like 40-something touchdowns. I don't have him right in front of me. Um, but they made the change to Thompson – or they made the move with Tua to Alabama and, and, and went to Thompson. Um, but by that point, Bama had offered that summer – uh, they offered Talia in in July of 2016. I think uh, he did. He had a Hawaii offer and he had a Utah offer at that point in time when Alabama offered. I don't even think we, you know, we had really nothing on his 24/7 page yet. Like nobody really knew anything about him yet. Um, and, and you know, a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is just a play for Alabama to hang on to Tua." Uh, but I mean, that's number one. Bama doesn't do package deals, so that that wasn't the case right right off the bat. But number two, you turn on his tape. I mean, he, he was. <laughs> He was really impressive, and, and you could see a, a lot to like about him. You could see kind of two characteristics in him as well. So um, that was the reason they offered. And then, you know, as once they moved to Alabama, obviously they had more chances to to get face to face with him and get to know him better. Did you think there was any chance during Talia's recruitment that he might not go to Alabama? I Be didn't. Honest. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I really didn't. You know, you. I mean, recruiting anything can happen. I mean, it's it's cliche to say, but like that. It was just knowing that family, knowing how tight knit they were. I mean, you were at the opening in 2016, the summer of 2016. You look over at the hill by the quarterbacks. There, I think there was 20 members of Tua's family there. That's like, right. They, they all had their Tua man shirts on. Like they they were going to stick together. And 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 Talia has said it in interviews. You know, his brother is everything to him. He wants to be with him. He obviously didn't want to make it challenging on the family to have to travel to two different places on Saturdays or just or pick which games they were going to go see at the college level. So I, I really didn't, but you know, you couldn't discount the fact that teams like LSU were pushing for him. We saw Coach O on the sideline of that ESPN two game in 2018 and, you know, Tennessee, Georgia came in with a late offer in, in November of that year. So um, I, I was never really concerned, um, but you know, it was something we were, we were watching the whole time. It's really interesting every time we we hearken back to the close-knit family because I think that was – so like when, when Talia transfers from Alabama, and I guess we're skipping ahead some steps, obviously he never became the clear heir apparent to Tua. That would be either be Mac Jones or that would be Bryce Young. And Talia was part of a two-quarterback class that included Paul Tyson. So Talia never becomes a guy and then hits the transfer market. And I wonder, Hank – with his decision to go to Maryland with Mike Loxley, who he was under at Alabama or at least recruited to uh, at Alabama. I think people were surprised that Talia did not go to a school in South Florida because Tua just got drafted by the Dolphins. So everyone said, okay, is Talia going to transfer to Miami or is he going to transfer to Florida Atlantic in Boca Raton? Because Talia essentially chose to play at Alabama into a shadow. And I, I wonder if, if he, I mean, you're never going to tell me and they would never tell you, but he, did he go to, when he went to Bama, he knew though, Hank, that he would be firmly under to a shadow and it might've just made more sense for him just to, to make this easy on the family. Or, or do you think, you know, he, he might've really one day been the starter. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, the thought was he could eventually, um, one day be the starter. I think, I think the family and the location, the family was already in Alabama. I, I think that played a major role. Like I said, I mean, they, they weren't going to split up and I, he wanted to make it easy on his family. He also, I mean, it, it was, it was a good fit too. I mean, you, you look at that cycle, Bama didn't sign a 
well, you know, they, they took a quarterback in 2018 and it wasn't a high level, you know, right. level quarterback like we typically see them take. So 2019 was a really important year for Bama at the quarterback position. And, and it was really, you know, intriguing year with, with Tolia, the brother of Tua, and then Paul Tyson, the great grandson of Bear Bryant. So, I mean, storylines galore there with the quarterback position. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think location, the family being there, the convenience, the ease on this family. I, I think that was, you know, one of the major driving factors, the tight knit, the tightness of their, uh, the tight knit. How do you even say that? Tight knitness. Tight nativity. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll edit uh, this I, part out. <laughs> the tight anyway, um, I think that was a big role, but I mean, it also made sense from, you know, a scheme and, you know, fit standpoint, I think as well at the time. And then, you know, Hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know they, they went on to recruit Bryce and and all that going forward. And they ended; they had to flip Bryce Young from USC. I mean, they're, I'm sure they would have gotten somebody else, Hank, if they didn't get Bryce Young. But we really could have been entering an off season in which it's Mac Jones versus to his younger brother. Yeah. The College Football Daily will be right back. Introducing the Two Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. So let's talk real quick about Mike Loxley, and then I'll get you out of here. He was he just finished his his first year at Maryland, so he he he, he has made an impression in the DMV, clearly up there. He also clearly made an impression on Talia during Talia's time as a, as a recruit. So talk to me about that relationship between Loxley and the Tungo Vailoa family, and then may, maybe why that was a connection that Talia felt safe with. Yeah, you know, I, I think the connection, I mean, the relationship is there. You know, we've seen Mike Loxley when he was at Alabama and even before Alabama, you know, he he is a great recruiter. He's very good at building relationships. Um, you know, we, we've seen him already, you know, crush it, you know, for Maryland standards at with the Terrapins already, you know, flipping Rakeem Jarrett on the early signing day last year. Um, and, and, you know, he's just really well thought of in that area and, you know, throughout the country. He led the charge with several guys. So, um, at Alabama as a lead recruiter. So it, it's not a surprise to see, you know, he really meshed well with, with Talia, that family. We saw Tua in, in 2018 when, when Mike Loxley took over from Brian Dable the year before as just the primary offensive coordinator. We saw Tua just really blossom. You know, I think Tua is a quarterback that's going to excel in any system, <laughs> you know, whether it be under Loxley or Steve Sarkeesian this past year. So, you know, that that's not a huge surprise. But we really saw Tua take the next step, I think, in his, his career – um, as a as a quarterback under Loxley, and I, I think the family saw how they developed him, uh, how how Loxley helped develop him, and and how you know they mesh well with everything, and, and I think that was big because, you know, looking at this decision now with with Talia transferring to, you know, going into the transfer portal, this is kind of an opportunity now I think where you know whereas he came to Alabama, um, obviously you know he loves Alabama, but you know maybe his family played a big role. He kind of has the opportunity to step back now they're to us making millions of dollars, you know, they, they can fly from Miami to, you know, DC, if that's where you go to fly to Maryland um, pretty easily, I think. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he had the luxury of, you know, really making a decision uh, not so much as, you know, I need to be close to the family. I need to go to FAU. I need to go to FIU. I know everybody thought those were kind of the popular 
picks or even Miami. Um, he, he looked at Maryland, has that familiarity with Loxley. Um, it's a good fit, like you said, with that offense. And it's a neat position for Maryland. You know, they have, what, Josh Jackson for one more year, um, and then it's going to be a quarterback battle next spring after, I'm assuming, Talia Redshirts this year. Well, you know, we'll have, with the, depending on how the transfer portal works out. But um, so, so, yeah, and, you know, I, I was actually, before I, we did this interview, I thought it'd be interesting to, you know, look at it. You know, what if Sark had gone to Mississippi State this offseason and was the head coach? What if he had gone to Colorado? You know, do we see – because, you know, as close as the family is with Loxley, they're really close with Sark too. You know, Sark was one of the first coaches to offer Tua when he was at USC. So uh, I, I thought – I was kind of thinking, you know, what the what-if scenario um, as far as, you know, potential destinations he could have looked at had Sark um, actually left Tuscaloosa. No, that's good. And I – I'm on the same wavelength with with you here about I don't know Tully at all, but I'm excited for him that he did not go to FAU or FIU. Nothing against those schools at all, right? But that would have been just a total for the second decision in a row, doing what my family needs me to do or, or staying close to my family. And now he gets to kind of have the the college experience. He's going far away. He's going to go be a few states away, and he's going to get a chance to make a name for himself. And I, I do feel like sometimes when people talk about Talia. Or, or gauge why is everyone interested in Talia? And you go, well, it's because he's to his brother. But at the same time, he's he was the number five pro style quarterback in the class of 2019. He was the number 180 player in the 24/7 Sports Composite and the top 247. Like Barton Simmons in his scouting report is pretty complimentary of him. He says he's just a dialed down version of Tua, and there's nothing wrong with not being Tua because all my very few people have ever been to us. So I do think Talia and Hank, you saw this on the recruiting trail too at camps and stuff. I think he's sort of gotten people have been a little extra hard on him because they think he's only somebody because he's to his brother. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's kind of had to play in that shadow and he, and he's done a really good job of it. You know, like I said, I mean, he, he put up huge numbers at his high school in Hawaii. He came to Thompson, you know, sky high expectations coming under the high school scene in Alabama and really met every one of those, you know, he set several um, Alabama high school records in the process playing at Thompson. He took Thompson to the state champ class seven, a state championship. Um, you know, I always just remember that game when he played uh, Hewitt Trustville, Paul Tyson's team on that ESPN two game Tua was on the sideline. Coach O was on the sideline. Um, it was just, you know, one of those major, major high school games. And, you know, uh, Thompson went down 21 to zero in the first quarter. And it was like, Oh, well, I mean, they're, they're done. They came back and won the game 63 to 49 to uh, or Talia. Sorry. Had, uh, yeah, see, I, he told me, I accidentally called him to it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he had, uh, you know, two major runs. We saw him display all his athleticism. He's got a really strong arm. He won the long ball toss at the opening finals two summers ago. That's right. Through 60 through ball 66 yards. Like not a lot of kids at the high school level can do that. So um, no, he, he's got a lot to like. I think he'll fit well at Maryland, and I, I think we'll see him have a lot of success there. I'm excited for him. Well, thanks for coming on, Hank. We're going to get you back on soon. I know Bama's still looking for a quarterback, and, and I know the Crimson Tide. Where are they right now in the, in the class rankings in 2021? Like They were at 30 41 something? on Friday night. But, okay, 41 um, on Friday night as they move up. Well, they're still 41, I just looked. So Alabama's going to be making a move soon, and the Crimson Tide will be, again, part of the recruiting narrative uh, over here. So we'll get you back on soon. but. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. 
All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a review and tell us what we should talk about, what other non-Talia Tungavailoa things there are to talk about. So for Hank South, for our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott, and we will see you on Tuesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.